This episode may contain strong language, nudity, and dated pop culture references. Parental discretion is advised. From a dark corner of Meltdown Comics in West Hollywood, California, it's two packs a week with me, Jeffrey Golden. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Two Packs a Week, the trading card comedy show. I'm your host, Jeffrey Golden. Each week, I get together with one of my funny friends, and we open up two packs of weird, retro, crazy trading cards, and we talk about what's inside. And this week, we have an amazing guest. You've seen his writing on The Onion, on Heap Magazine. If you read the Devastator comedy anthology, which you should have been reading, it's over now, but you should have been reading it. Uh, then you'll know his work, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Mike Levine. Hey, great to be here. Oh, great to see you, Mike. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing fantastic. Mike. Yes. You ready to get down to business? I'm ready to get down to so much business. You ready to get down to brass tacks? Yes. We have all new Series 2, the Elvis Collection trading cards, the cards of his life. Wow. And there will be 12 cards in this pack. So we're going to see his entire life story wow. in 12 cards. Well, probably not. Good news, you can get the exclusive gold and platinum Elvis card set. Just order a limited edition 50-card set commemorating Elvis's greatest platinum and gold records. Oh. Isn't that nice? That's nice. So you can't afford the gold records. Right. Nobody can. Right. But you could afford trading cards. You have to send a check or money order for $9.95 payable to the River Group. <laughs> the River Group. <laughs> This Put your money up the river. This is an elaborate catfishing scam. I'm sure I it is. I don't think this company exists. I don't think it exists. I think it just puts your money into a hole. Yeah. I think it literally, I think the postman comes like, oh, it's the river group. Yeah. And then it's just a big wooden sign in front of a hole where yeah. a bunch of people's checks and money orders are being thrown into. Eventually, they get fished right. out and collected. And then we fast forward uh, 40-some years. And we get Yo! MTV Raps trading cards. There are 10 in here, including the Pro Set Music cards, Ooh. which are which sound pretty cool. But here's the best part. Yes. All right, Mike. <laughs> strap yourself into your chair there. That's strapped. All right, good. I'm glad that our seats in the studio have safety belts. Yeah, they definitely do. Because you could win a trip to New York City to see Yo! MTV Raps live. One of these cards might be a winner here, plus more than 10,000 other great prizes. Wow. And no purchases even necessary. You just, again, have to send your money to the River Group. It would be great if I won because I've never been to a reunion special that's already been recorded and aired. So like, that's, <laughs> that would be amazing. Well, MTV, it's said that I could <laughs> yeah. see a taping of Yo! MTV raps. Right. So put this together. Yeah. Call uh, call the two guys, call Ed Dr. Lover and Dre, Dr. Dre and Ed Lover, yeah. get them in a studio with the, the five B flavors, <laughs> five different flavors, <laughs> flavor B delicious, five, the so fantastic five. I know five. exactly what you're trying to say, and I'm so much more interested in your guesses than actually <laughs> saying Fab Five Freddy. Fab Five Freddy, <laughs> Fab Five Freddy Krueger. Yes. Guest always gets to choose. Elvis Presley or Yo! MTV Raps? I will choose the Yo! MTV Raps. Well, you have made a funny decision, sir. (laughs) 
let me open this here. Trying to get that noise yeah. for Ooh, everybody. That's that like nice crinkle, crinkle. Yeah. The unbagging. That solid crank here. Oh, boy. All right. Let's see what we got here. So let's see. We have the Elvis collection. Here is Elvis making a face like he is making fun of you. Oh. He's kind of a weird. <laughs> That's bitchy. Bitchy bitch face. <laughs> Elvis bitch face is what this is here. Let's Elvis mm. bitch face. Mm. Mm. You're all shook up. Yeah. Huh? Mm. Yeah. Already shook. I didn't need to do anything. Wow, some of these cards are super flimsy. Here we have Elvis with a little girl. Here's Elvis seeing eye to eye with Pam Ogles, his three-year-old co-star in Follow That Dream. Whoa. One of the great Elvis films, I assume. Wow. One of the great of the 5,000 Elvis movies. I like that the message is so strong you don't have to see it. It's follow your dreams. Okay, I'm good. But wait, is that Pam? Or is it her sister Patty? (laughs) The fact is, Pam and Patty shared the role of, I can't pronounce the name, Ariadne? 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 What happened? Listen, Adrian. No, it's not it's Adrian. Suppo- it's supposed to be Adrian. You think so? But and it's they... Ariadne is the best, yeah, the best thing we got. Do you think they here. screwed up the name or do you think it's just a crazy name? Uh I think they I think they screwed up the name. I don't think there was cool names like that, that back era. then. Yeah. No, they only had five names. It's like yeah. Sally, Billy. All the LYs. Right. Dilly, and Janie. Dilly. Yeah. Dilly, right. <laughs> Millie Vanilli. Millie Vanilli. It's also from that era. Let's see now. We go from Elvis staring down a three-year-old girl to Elvis staring down a hot girl hanging out with a hottie here. Wow. And he's cocked his hips away from her as if to say, like, she's around me for now, but I'm still available. Right. It's still available, ladies. Yeah. (laughs) On June 2nd, 1953, the graduating class of Humes High School held a celebration picnic at Maywood Beach. Well, that was nice of them to do that. <laughs> this is picnic-specific cards is how deep they're going into Elvis's. Oh, yeah. Well, this is the second series of Elvis cards. That's true. So presumably they did all the stuff you care about first. <laughs> Ooh, this is part of the Graceland tour. So presumably if I go to Graceland, I will see a room with brown plush chairs and a green table. What? That's I a, know. It's a table setting. There's nothing on the table. There's, There's nothing flowers. on the table. It's a conference room. This is the conference room aboard the Lisa Marie jet. Wow. Where business decisions needed to be made at 30,000 feet. <laughs> I guess you can visit this. Today, the plane is grounded on permanent display across from Graceland. Does it mention whether the jet's named after his daughter or his daughter's named after his previous jet? His daughter is definitely named after a jet. (laughs) That's the funny answer, and I'm going with that. (laughs) That's facts. That's facts. I'm going to give you some of these here. Ooh. Oh, I see. The thin ones are special offers for order this limited edition Elvis watch. No, Now you're just in the pocket of Big River Group. The podcast is already sold out. Mike, do you know what time it is? What time is it? Well, it's always time for Elvis when you wear this collectible watch. Oh, okay. It is dependable quartz accuracy with a close-up <laughs> portrait of the king featured on its face. And it's regular king, not fat king. I was hoping maybe they're going there in series three, but I would love a last month of Elvis's life. <laughs> yes, yeah. I too would like that. Well, because like time's almost up for right. Elvis. Yeah. 
You know, so now you can a relive. A fading star. He's a fading star. Yeah. But just the time, it's all about time now. Live your life <laughs> right. to your oh. fullest. For that watch. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> right. With this watch as a reminder, yeah. time is fleeting. Yeah. You and know? even if you make it all the way there, you could still fall. So it brings you back to yourself. It's very zen. I want to point out that this pack of trading cards includes two identical special offers for this Elvis watch. Wow. I guess it's to, like, share this with a friend. Well, you know what it is? I've flyered before, and sometimes when you hand out flyers, you just stack two on, on each other and then hand it to someone to get done quicker. Oh, <laughs> So there's okay. some poor guy, like, working at a factory who's like, I just got to get the special offers out of here, and I'm fucking done. So like, you don't think it was them being like, well, they might lose one of these <laughs> right. precious ads for a watch. Or, so <laughs> they're going to want these collectible watch ads. Yeah. They're going to collect these more than the actual trading cards. This is sexy. Ooh. Sultry Elvis. Okay, yeah. This is El- Ooh. When Elvis Presley took the stage, he sent an electrical charge through the crowd that literally took their collective breath away. Sure, it was the way he sang, but almost as important was the way he moved, Ooh. which is not yeah, shown but it's in still this card. Photo, yeah. this, well, A, it's a still photo, but B, it's a close-up of his face. Yeah. So it's not really showing movement, which is what this card is about. That's weird. This is a really familiar face to me because I, I spend a lot of time intentionally trying to be sexy. Great. And that's like the sexy man <laughs> pose where like you're looking up at something soulful, like you're thinking of an old lover or something like that. <laughs> and he, just, he looks distant. When I try it, I just look like I literally don't know what's going on. Is this the face on your OkCupid profile? That, yeah, that's on Tinder, JDJ Swipe. That's everything. Everything just across the board. 45 degree angle right up into my future. Oh, this is great. Uh, I was hoping for a picture of Elvis with a stuffed panda. Ooh, uh, did re- get, do we get really one? Do, yes, we absolutely oh, do. Son of a bitch. Is that a communist star hat or something? Yeah, look at that. He must be performing in, I'm guessing, in China. Okay. Let's see if I'm right. Let's see. In typical fashion, Elvis puts stuffed animals to very good use. Hmm. What? He distributed them to sick or underprivileged children across the country. Mike, get your mind out of the gutter. (laughs) Get your mind out of the gutter. We're having to be the first furry. It's got to be. It doesn't say that he is in China, but isn't that what we're doing here? I mean, with the panda bear. You could assume there are kids in the U.S. who need a panda bear hug. And the bears just keep on coming. Elvis received them by the truckload after his 1957 hit, Let Me Be Your Teddy Bear. So people were like, well. Elvis probably needs a real teddy bear. Right? right? People don't understand metaphor, but no. like, Elvis needs a teddy bear. He's got all these women around right. distracting him. He needs what, an actual teddy bear. What could I send Elvis that he <laughs> would like? Oh, he'll get it. He's going to get it, and he's going to get me. Right. And then he's going to want to marry me. Yeah. It worked every single time. <laughs> it did. That's why he is America's greatest polygamist. Yeah. That's why he's the man of a million wives, they call him. That's what he's really the king of. Yes. Is polygamy and ma- managing multiple relationships. Well, Mike. I'm ready for oh, Thank you very some, much. Some unbaggy sounds. So we got MTV Yo, here. Yo, MTV raps. Cards. Oh. This is glory. I, yeah, just tearing things apart. Is wonderful. Me, I love it. It's like early Christmas. Who do we have first? And we you have... can give me some of those to read for yeah, you. Yeah, we can switch up. We can do however. Great. Uh, right, why don't you start us off? Yes, our first is uh, EPMD. 
EPMD. Which I would love to know, yes. Uh, EPMD rocks hard. Uh, they were responsible for the career of Red Man, who is one of my favorite uh, rappers of all time. What about the Method Man? The Method... Was he part of that crew? That no, crew? they came separately. Did he but run like, with that crew? He didn't, but the world made them friends, sort of, when they were like, oh, there's a rapper named Red Man and Method Man. No one... <laughs> so they didn't know each other? Right. They didn't want to know each other. Yeah. But everyone was like, the two man rappers right, need right, to yeah. be together. It's the same. Mega Man was part of their crew. <laughs> right. Superman. Superman. I was going to say it's the same logic that Zack Snyder did. It's like, Superman? Batman? <laughs> They're two man. <laughs> yeah, let's, uh, they should fight. One of them is not a man. <laughs> two man. Two man. One leaves. One leaves Earth forever. So EPMD is here. Yes. What does the card say about that rap group? They got the bucket hats. They got the gold chains. Oh, I just remember what APMD stands for. What does it stand for? Which is uh, Eric and Parrish Millennium Ducats. So two guys well, named er- well, one guy's named Eric. Can you say that again? Eric and Parrish Millennium Ducats. Eric and Parrish Millennium Ducats. <laughs> Eric and Parrish Millennium Ducats. Eric and Parrish Millennium Ducats. Eric and Parrish Millennium Ducats. Okay, great. I'm so happy we ended on that one. That one, oh, we have such great instincts. I know. <laughs> Which is also that complete, like, willennium that completely negates their career post-2000. Oh, great. Yes, and, of course. And Ducats is money. So yes, like, well, yes. true, yes. So we're making money until Y2K, and then we're shutting this group down. And then we're taking that money, and we're investing it in mutual funds, making a sensible and financial investment in our futures. This is so adorable. They, uh, they say Eric is producing a new rapper named Red Man. Which is like, that's that's wonderful. I know. Well, remember, these cards came out. It must have been 91 or 92, something like that. Yeah. So Copyright 91. Yeah, 1991. <sighs> that's glorious. All right, who else do we got? Who we got else next? is part of our, our Yo! MTV rap crew? Heavy D and the Boys Heavy with a D. Z. We have Heavy D uh, holding a top hat that says Hev on the top. I love that, like, he's tall enough that no one's ever going to see that. He's no. just going to know. He, oh, it's because when he takes a bow, right. he holds oh, his hand and it's like, Hev. That's good. I think so. I thought it was sort of like high-powered businessmen wear lingerie under their suits because <laughs> it's, like, their secret <laughs> and so it's powerful. Ooh. Or it's just, like, literally the cherry on top because everything is his name. Rappers get to say their own name. The group is named after him. The rest of them are just boys. <laughs> no one knows who the boys are. <laughs> Uh, the boys are Heavy D, <laughs> <laughs> Eddie F, G Wiz, and Treble T Roy. Ooh. G Wiz, like G Wiz, is an excellent rap name. I agree. Wow. My name is G Wiz, and I'm here to say. What are you here to say? <laughs> I love Fruity Pebbles in a major way. <laughs> That's where Fred Flintstone stole that rhyme. Right. He stole that rhyme from G Wiz. Well, I actually looked that up at one point, and that's a rap cliche, but it's from a Chiquita Banana commercial. What? Like the twi- I'm Chiquita Banana, and, and I'm, I'm here, here to say, say something, I something love bananas, bananas in something a ma- special way. Right. So he did it, but as a rap. Yeah, like he yeah, brought it that a, to hip hop. Right. So is that an homage to Chiquita Banana on part of Fred Flintstone, or is that theft? I, I, I would say it's homage. It's an homage. Like, there's such yeah. a weird line between homage and theft, but I think to me the the golden rule of rap homages is you can't do more than three lines. Right. Like that's two lines, and that's a cool introduction. And I like that you're presupposing that you're there to say something. Right. <laughs> you never really learn what the real message is. No. Uh, but they're here. It's the opposite of Elvis has left the building. Yes. A rapper is here. No one's going to stop him from saying something. That's right. <laughs> He'll never leave. 
We have a horrible white guy here. What is oh. Ted Demi? Ted Demi. Ted. I think Ted Demi wasn't he one of the creators of? Uh, oh, he's MTV the producer. Rams? That's well, the, the producer. That yeah. whore. Yeah. Yeah, Mike. <laughs> that horrible asshole who brought. <laughs> This show to MTV, right? Well, who worked behind, tirelessly behind the scenes to make sure Dr. Dre had a funny hat for that episode <laughs> to change the face of the culture, and here we are sneering at him. But this is not a good picture. What, Ooh, what is, oh, yeah, God. Yeah. oh, I can see now. I think it's more the facial expression. He looks like I'm about to punch him. Right, he's, like I, he looks like he's halfway to a flinch. Yeah, he's still smiling because he hasn't registered that I'm about to punch him. Yeah. but his eye is closed because he's like, oh God, oh, yeah. uh oh. There's a fist coming somewhere in this guy's face. But thank you. I was sorry to disparage you, Ted Dem. I, I know he's a big fan of the podcast, so I'd hate to. <laughs> <laughs> the back of the card also says. Ted has never written a song and probably never will. We hope, in parentheses, <laughs> with three exclamation points. Oh, well, see, the writer of this <laughs> card seems to be on your side. Right. Hating on poor Ted, working late nights at the MTV offices, right. eating Chinese food, never sees his family, right. by the way. Never sees them. No. But works tirelessly to bring hip-hop to MTV. And we're, we're really the better for it. Yeah, we are. <laughs> Let's dump on him anyway. Oh, we got to Digital Underground. There we go. That's awesome. The Humpty Hump has got the gold nose, the glasses. Amazing. He's in top hump condition. (laughs) He is ready to hump. Right. If this is a dance... It is your chance. The dance to the yeah. This, this dance is your only chance to do this dance. That's a great circular logic that I feel like holds up under scrutiny. You want to do this dance, and this is your only opportunity to do the dance. <laughs> to do the dance I just mentioned, Humpty Dance. I feel like the greatest tradition that we have in music, and I feel like this goes back to Elvis and through rap and today, is the this is a song about the dance you do to this song. <laughs> We're going to take up the whole song telling you how to do the dance. Yeah. I want to walk the dinosaur every so often. Right. And right? Like today, like, Soldier Boy and Teach Me How to Dougie, like, I don't listen to those songs, but I like that the people come up with a new dumb thing to do with your body and then tell other people. Well, to they're do. not really meant to be listened to in your den. Right. <laughs> <laughs> in your plush leather chair with a With a phonogram. Yeah. I would like a, a do the swirl type record where it's for hardcore, like, Big Lebowski, like, in front of the fireplace, <laughs> brooding. Put on your fire, <laughs> sit in your chair, you're going to stare. Swirl left, <laughs> swirl right. Yeah. I that like work. it. Uh, we got one more card there. Is this Digital Underground again, or did I drop something? Oh, we got to Vanilla Ice. We got Vanilla That's, Ice. Oh. So, uh, Adam Silverman. Yeah. Producer of our podcast, who you would probably dump all over if he had a trading card. (laughs) He called Vanilla Ice. He said there'd be a Vanilla Ice card. Despite the fact that I think the host used to rip on Vanilla Ice. I think they used to make fun of him mercilessly. But they're not above including him in their trading cards because they know where the money's at. And they have his his real name. Right. Which is Robert Van Winkle. Robert Van Winkle. (laughs) there's too many funny things about this. Like, I know. They also mention like 16 different black people in his bio to make him cool by association. That's very funny. Which And also contrasting this with the Elvis, it's the same straight up wave in the front. Well, I would say Vanilla Ice is the Elvis of the 90s. Yes. For sure. He absolutely In terms is. of legacy right. and cultural impact, there can't, you can't... 
Yeah, yeah. I, I would venture to say he is no, he's no, never been king of anything. <laughs> so that's that might be the difference. He was king of turtle rapping. Turtle rapping. With the exception of partners in crime who oh. did T-U-R-T-L-E power, which is, I think, actually the superior okay. Ninja Turtles rap. But other than that, I think he's a solid second with the Ninja rap. Right. And and don't they, like, beatbox in the elevator in the new movie? All right, so that's second. Okay. But Ice is in the top three for okay. sure. Yeah. Well, except for, of course, the Christmas rap that they do in their direct-to-video Christmas special. Wow. The Christmas rapping. We hit a rich Jeffrey Bay here. Rapping <laughs> all the time. No. Getting the present for Splinter and busting real cool rhymes. I'm Donatello. Oh, God. It's not that, but it's basically that. It might as well be that. Novelty rap for the wrong reason and Christmas are like my two greatest fears. And this sounds like the worst. Although the waitresses had a fun uh, Christmas rap song. What? The waitresses? The waitresses, yeah, of uh, I Know What Boys Like. They did a Christmas song. It's a great uh, Christmas hip-hop-ish song. I might let it slide because there's also a nice rhyming epic poetry thing to Christmas. My favorite novelty corporate Christmas record is from the Grinch soundtrack with Busta Rhymes and Jim Carrey in character as the Grinch. Right. And if you think anyone had the courage to tell Busta Rhymes not to swear on this record, you are wrong. <laughs> they do that thing where they play it backwards, but it's still there, and I, I love it so much. It's, it's glorious. You can tell Jim Carrey's just happy to be there. It's wonderful. I think my favorite corporate rap is... Bugs Bunny Uh-oh. rapping on the Space Jam soundtrack. Wow. And it's a song that I I learned is written by Jay-Z. Wow. Jay-Z wrote the song, uh-huh. and it's called You're Buggin'. Wow. If you step to me, you're buggin'. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't no Mickey Mouse rapper. Lola's wearing my chain. I'm the best bunny in the game. That happened. That happened. I was wondering on the way over here, I was like, how many bars do I think Jeffrey is going to bring to the table while we're talking about rapping? And I've got a satisfying amount. And notice, I only bring the worst bars. (laughs) Right, that's fine. (laughs) Only the lamest. Now, this is a group we can all get behind. Belle Biv DeVoe. Yes. Two of them wearing glasses, which I did not remember. (laughs) One of them not wearing glasses. I guess that's DeVoe. I guess DeVoe has perfect eyesight. Yeah. And Bell and Biv. DeVoe's uh, twenty twenty. Yeah. They're nearsighted. There's someone at a bar right now that's like, I'm Biv. You remember? <laughs> Biv. And he doesn't want to say the whole name. He doesn't want to be associated. It's Dr. Dre and Ed Lover. Yay! Now, for folks who are too young... If they're thinking that this is the Dr. Dre, nope. it is not the Dr. Dre. Nope. It is a Dr. Dre, a great Dr. Dre. A great Dr. Dre. If you're going, but a very fat Dr. Dre. Right. I think if you're going by weight, you want the more famous Dr. Dre. If you're going through uh, hasn't pushed a woman through a door, uh, you want the fun UMTV raps Dr. Dre. <laughs> UMTV raps one. He's got my vote. And last but not least. Yo, MTV Reps, be an instant winner. Ooh. Thousands of prizes. We could be eligible to do a trip to New York City to win a taping. Oh, do you got a coin? Ooh. Do you have a coin? I have a keys. You have keys. Great, great, great. I... All right. This is it. You could be oh, an instant God. winner. Scratch and win. 
more than 10,000 prizes. All and right, I assume I if do. we win something and have to go there, we're going to keep the podcast rolling. We're going <laughs> to yeah. take a road trip. The, the MTV limo pulls up immediately oh, in front of Meltdown Comics. Cans of Surge. It's a limo like in the Woody Allen film, uh-huh. Midnight in Paris. Mm. It takes you back to oh, 1991. It's a time See? limo. It's a time limo. The little scratch bubble is in the shape of the Yo! MTV Raps bubble, which makes me very happy. Well, what won't make you happy is that it says, sorry, try again. Oh, this is, oh, boy. This is devastating. What a bunch of losers we are. <laughs> We're the worst. We are the worst. All right. It's time to trade. Okay. Let's trade. Do you have the, I definitely want the Jet one. <laughs> that one's amazing. The Jet one? Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's see. From Elvis. Yeah. I'm yeah, gonna... I've got the Jet. I don't want Vanilla Ice. I want Digital Underground, a uh, little Oakland pride there. That's not going anywhere. All right, fair enough here. Those are all up for grabs. Let's see. Heavy D and the boys with a Z. I definitely think you're going to want at least one of the. In fact, I'm just going to give you one of these Elvis oh. Watch uh, <laughs> special offers here. This is I, I'm getting like sleepover vibes from this, and yes. like I'm sort of like watching you for like, oh, this card's the worst. I don't want it at all. <laughs> <laughs> like no. you don't want that one. Uh, well, all right. You want the airplane? I want the airplane, and I'm straight up offering Heavy D and the boys. I don't think I can refuse, because that way go. I have the two fattest <laughs> guys <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, in the MTV Raps uh, collection You're here. organizing by weight. You go right for that card in the back. Any interest in the Iceman? <laughs> We've established that he's the seventh best Ninja Turtle rapper at this point. <laughs> right, <yeah. laughs> he, he fell even further. Yeah. Jeffrey's wonderful mind thought of some more Ninja Turtles raps from, from the animated series. Speaking of folks like Dr. Dre, mm-hmm. speaking of rhyming doctors... Can you tell us a little bit about uh, Dr. Virus, your oh, creation? Right. Yes. Dr. Virus is a character I invented for my book, Oh, the Flesh You Will Eat, on Devastator Press. A very deranged version of Dr. Seuss, who basically his whole deal is he favors diseases over people. <laughs> this is a book I'm very familiar with because yes. I published it. The... I'm sitting with you. You published it. I've seen it. I still don't believe it's a real thing. It's a real hardcover <laughs> book. That people can purchase on Amazon, they can get it at uh, Meltdown Comics, they can get it at bookstores across the country. What is the overarching premise of the book? There's three sort of mini stories in it, like it's a a proper collection, and it's in hardcover, which I will credit you for that choice, has made it a brilliant thing to have and hold. It feels Um, just like a Dr. Seuss book. Yeah, it totally does. So there's Oh, the Flesh You Will Eat, which traces the path of a little flesh-eating bacteria as he takes over and destroys the universe. Very cute. Spoiler alert. He's a cute bacteria. Adorable bacteria. And he's, he's been my Twitter icon for like three years. He's done well for me. I don't have a name for him because he's a disease and they don't There are no names in his world. I've thought about this way too much. (laughs) Even more than you know. So there's Oh, the Flesh You'll Eat is the the headline story. And then there's Green Eczema, which is a story about uh, heroically refusing medical treatment, which in a very real way is something I never understood why anyone would want to not have a surgery or not treat an illness, which in the book is very commonplace and very curable. (laughs) And the guy does, uh, can I spoil these? He doesn't learn his lesson. He does not. There's no moment where he tries the eggs. He just refuses medical treatment and dies and is a hero. Uh, (laughs) There's a gold statue to him and a little kid saluting. And then there's like a a little brief story, which I've heard is your favorite, If I Ran the Quarantine. Oh, I love it. That cuts very close to the bone in the sort of canon of Dr. Virus because it's a little kid who basically wants to 
open up the doors on a quarantine so all the diseases and people can party together. <laughs> there's something so sad about it, but then there's an amazing two-page spread by my illustrator, Jacob Vollum. Shout out to Jacob. You're amazing. That's sort of a Peanuts page of just sick kids jamming and barfing. <laughs> jamming, barfing with IV drip right. connected to them. Yeah, which is just such a, a delightful, hopeful image. Where can I find you on Twitter, Mike? You can find me at, at @bizmichael on Twitter. Same on Instagram. Same on Tinder. How's it going? Ooh, ladies, <laughs> he's got some really cool Elvis and Yo MTV rap trading cards. Yeah, parody authors catch. are hot. Yeah, parody authors are hot. <laughs> oh, the flesh you will eat. Mm-hmm. Go find that book. Please do. It's a hilarious book. Mike Levine, thanks so much. Thank you. Two Packs a Week was produced and engineered by Mason Booker. Opening theme by Matt Myers. Break music by Lee Rosevere. Logo by Kenny Kyle. If you like the show, please rate and review us on iTunes. It helps us find new listeners. Follow us on Twitter at Two Packs a Week. That's T-W-O. And me at Jeffrey Golden. That's Jeffrey with the G. Special thanks to Meltdown Comics at 7522 Sunset. I left a bunch of these cards at the store for y'all to take. I'm your host, Jeffrey Golden. Hey, be good to each other.